Welcome to the podcast, From Crisis to Connection. I'm Jeff Stewart, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'll be bringing the professional perspective. I'm Jody Stewart, unlicensed wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and neighbor, and I'll be bringing the regular everyday perspective. We are all about relationship recovery, and we'll tackle tough topics like infidelity, abuse, addiction, pornography, and betrayal trauma. We also focus on helping you build stronger connections in your most important relationships. So thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, great to have you here again. Before we jump in, we just want to let you know about a free resource. It's called The First Steps to Rebuilding Trust. And it's an online video course that you can download for free today. Just go to the show notes and click on the link there. And it will take you to a site where you can put in your email address and get the videos right away. And it's a short video course that I filmed on steps to rebuild trust. Just some very simple things you can start doing immediately if you've been betrayed, if you've broken the trust, how to start healing as a couple, things like that. So it's a great resource and you can start benefiting from it immediately in the link in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to talk about what to do when you discover something new. Yeah. And specifically when you discover a new type of sexual betrayal. Yes. This is a traumatic experience. And whether you're told the information, like a formal disclosure, or your partner comes to you and says, hey, this is happening, those things are more rare. Most of the time, things are discovered. Mm -hmm. Or you have a sense that something's not right, and you ask a lot of questions and pull it out of somebody. Mm -hmm. The process of getting the information oftentimes is a trauma in and of itself of not being able to or just recognizing you're in a dishonest relationship there where there's been a manipulation, abuse, hiding. And so that's a huge overwhelming thing. But we're also specifically talking about how to take care of yourself when you've discovered there's been sexual secrets, an affair, pornography use, just all kinds of sexual acting out behaviors could be with sex workers. It could be with online thing. I mean, there's just so many ways to act out sexually in, in this day and age. So any of those things can bring up so much fear, legitimate fears for safety, mm -hmm. legitimate fears for what your future is going to look like, impact on yourself, on your family. And so we just want to talk about what to do in the immediate aftermath of that, because it can be such a disorienting time and people need mm -hmm. some very concrete, actionable things they can do. Well, because true to form for trauma, people can get frozen. That's very often the response is just to just to get stuck and stay frozen mm -hmm. in the place right where you are, not knowing because you don't know what to do or can't make sense of anything. You just stay. Yeah. But that doesn't help you get what you need. Yeah. Not in the immediate, mm -hmm. in the immediate moment. And even though there's a lot of people that are, you know, there's the fighters, there's the, yeah, the fleers, the fleers. Mm -hmm. most people are, get frozen. Or f there's also fawning, which is just going along to getting along. You're just kind of in shock and trying to not make waves. But freezing and fawning tend to be what I see most often in my office. So occasionally get a fighter or a fleer. And those are definitely more public, dramatic kind of things like that. Mm -hmm. But freezing, like you said, Jody, that that is a really common thing because it's just a shock to the system, especially if you didn't have any idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. Or even if you maybe sensed something but had no idea. Yeah. The severity, the nature, that kind of thing. Right. So let's talk about how to deal with the freeze right out the gate. 
if there is a shocking trauma like that, a, a discovery that could impact your physical, sexual, emotional, relational health, let's talk about how to get unfrozen, like what to start doing immediately when that happens. Well, I mean, the first thing to do, right, is to get to safety. Yeah. Because the trauma is unsafe. Mm-hmm. And so safe. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Safety is a, a word that I think in my experience, you know, a lot of people sort of sense what it is. Or they, 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 it sounds like, yeah, safety. I need some sense. safety, but they don't. You know when you have it. Yeah. But, you, <laughs> but a lot of times it can feel vague or, un, you know, just yeah. sort of undefined. And we really want to be concrete about it. Safety, in my view, is is really registered b- best by what your nervous system is doing. If you feel your body calming down where you can catch your breath, where you can start to rest and digest, and you start to be able to have a little bit more stability, then you're probably getting closer to safety. Now, even if you're in the arms of someone who's really safe, like, you know, let's say you have, you, you call up a parent or you visit with a dear friend and, and you're getting some love and support, your body will still be in shock. That's very mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. But you'll notice to a degree that it will feel less scary. You'll feel like you're getting closer to uh, stability, security. And that's how you can tell you're getting to safety. Mm-hmm. If the person you're with is doing all the talking or getting more dramatic mm-hmm. or starting, as Brene Brown says, to become a piece of debris in your tornado... Mm-hmm. then your body will tell you and you need to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's real connection, you'll get a physiological yeah. response. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not, then you'll know. You'll know that you're more amped up, more wound up, more anxious after you've tried to share with somebody who who can't help you in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding safety generally is going to be with people. We have safety in numbers, strength in numbers. We're, we're social animals. We're pair bonders. We regulate with people better than we regulate by ourselves. Well, and I would say that that's primarily emotional safety. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about emotional safety. Mm-hmm. And even if you need to physically get away from someone who might be violent or aggressive or dangerous, you're going to want to be away from them and eventually get to people that are safe. Sure. So sure. There's, there's lots of applications for that, I, I believe. But I just think that physical safety you might just need to give yourself some distance between you and the person totally. that broke the trust. And that's not necessarily seeking out social connection of some kind. Yeah, you may have them just, just leave the house. But just the distance <laughs> or maybe an in-house separation mm-hmm. or whatever it looks like, that might really create some safety and help your your nervous system regulate better. Beautiful, yeah. You get some distance when you need it. Yeah, I agree. There's so many ways to regulate the nervous system. So space, like you said, mm-hmm. that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, dropping some obligations or responsibilities. Oh, yes. Not yes. having to take care of others. Right. And that right. includes your Off-loading own children. some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the immediate aftermath, if you're a parent and you're having to like worry about all these other people's needs, or you're taking care of aging parents or whatever you're, you know, even work and things like that, you may need to take some time off. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some room, yeah. some space to kind of slow down and get your bearings. Yeah. So if because, you, yeah, go ahead. Because it really is like getting lost. Mm-hmm. It's like you're one day, you're just traveling down a path, you know, and understand. And then in a moment, everything is different and you have no idea where you are anymore. Yeah. So and true. so it can be very helpful to just stop some of the commotion to the degree that you can. That's what will help you get your bearings and get to safety, get back to a path 
that makes sense to you that you can understand that you're that that will help regulate your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, safety is like you said. It's being it's getting oriented again in mm-hmm. your in your location, and that mm-hmm. can be needing answers. It might be you know you you might be wondering if if you are safe financially. You might be wondering if you're safe legally. You know there there might be some big questions that come up and. I don't think there's anything wrong with making sure you have all those ducks in a row because mm-hmm. it could change the direction of your life. I don't, you know, pretend to know every situation is different. Mm-hmm. So you have to be wise and but I think it's okay to err on the side of caution. Sure, sure. See, I mean, getting to safety could mean seeking legal counsel. Mm-hmm. Checking with a, a physician uh-huh. if you're worried about Just find out if you're STDs. You're, yeah. Or you if you check on your own health, absolutely, mm-hmm. and even working closely with again a, a medical doctor or a therapist to make sure you're taking care of yourself. That however you're responding to this is good for you, um, yeah. Because you might be, have trouble sleeping, or you might lose your appetite, you might have difficulty getting up and moving, you might be so depressed and flattened by this. So whatever you have to do to get yourself reoriented, grounded, safe. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll find that if you just identify two, three, four things that are really affecting you Mm -hmm. and your ability to feel safe and functional, then just addressing just a handful can go a really long way, especially initially. You you can get to everything. There's, you can take the time you need to address all the things, but yeah, that's, I'm so glad. Give yourself a chance to catch your breath. I know. That's one of the dangers of going through different ideas or what it can look like. It can start to feel like we're creating a to-do list for somebody who's stuck in that. And that's- that's Not helpful. (laughs) Not helpful. And I really appreciate, yeah, you slowing that down and and naming the fact that you're going to have a hard time sorting through things. So just keep it simple. Mm -hmm. And some things matter more than others early on. Mm -hmm. And you'll, you'll know which things are at the top of your list. Yeah. So, so safety is the first one of getting uh-huh. unfrozen. We have to make sure that that very base, those basic needs are taken care of. Let's talk about support. Okay. Support is, I mean, we've talked, touched on it a little bit, but there's such a tendency when there's a big crisis. Again, some people will go just immediately call up somebody and start talking about it. In my practice, I've mostly worked with betrayed women. Many of them feel so ashamed and humiliated by this. They feel blamed either they've been blamed by their partner or they blame mm-hmm. themselves or they feel just they'll be blamed by other people so they oftentimes suffer silently and feel like they, they can't talk about it mm-hmm. yeah or yeah and yeah. it's just it's, not it's, true that's right it's not your fault right yeah absolutely and i don't in my experience very few people will blame you if you're listening to this it's 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 so rare it might be might be someone from like an older generation who has old ideas or whatever about, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, maybe I've seen there that. There are definitely people who will misunderstand. Yeah. And I'm not trying to pick on older people. <laughs> I just know that a lot of times people who haven't, you know, culturally haven't been around. Zero or have, exposure to dialogue about this. Uh, or, or believe that women should keep their man happy. And, you know, there's just yeah, a just lot of old, old ideas. ideas that have mm-hmm. not been helpful. So that's what I'm trying to say. And that you can have younger people that internalize those. Mm-hmm. outdated maybe is the better word. Yeah. So support is available immediately. I'm a big fan of 12-step work. Mm-hmm. I think that it's yeah. free, it's accessible, it's available anywhere. Our favorite one that we love to refer people to is Stephen and Real Croshaw's group. It's called SA Lifeline and they have a website, sal 
the number 12step.org. So sal12step.org. And on that website, we'll put a link in the show notes. You can find online meetings all over mm-hmm. anytime. So yeah. it, it's just, and there's local meetings all over rather and online Go meetings. On, they're going on regularly. Dozens and dozens of meetings available mm-hmm. and both for men and for betrayed partners. Mm-hmm. So, so you can get access to good support, some yeah, real you know, empathy and because you may help. wonder, who am I going to talk to? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, talk to my you, sister or my mom. Or, yeah, they won't get it. Yeah, and I mean, they may not. a huge concern there, yeah. yeah. But there are lots of people who do. Mm-hmm. And in a structured environment, that can be really helpful. A lot of people you, turn to their natural supports, meaning like people in their, you know, friend circles mm-hmm. or family. And Some that can be... family members, that can be very If they're supportive. mature and... Yeah. You know, mature people can be helpful that mm-hmm. listen or ask good questions. And you can also seek out professional help. Big time. Like that can be a great yeah, I've, avenue. Yep. I've uh, sat with lots of people in shock over the years and there's trauma work and mm-hmm. so many things that can be helpful to stabilize. And and also, you know, clergy can be very helpful yeah. in terms of just offering spiritual comfort. And many clergy members in our faith tradition, a lot of them receive some limited training on referring out and understanding what their parameters are, and what they can help. But even just having somebody who cares about you, cares about God, just wants to like help you find peace. Mm-hmm. These are often very safe environments. Mm-hmm. More and often, they can than be not. very supportive. Yeah. Okay. So another. Yeah. Do you want to carry on? Well, no. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Um, let's talk about full disclosure. Um, yeah. You need the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's- to whatever degree you need it, it is. It is very. It can be very important and healing for you to. Seek and expect a full disclosure about things that shattered your world. Yeah. So you're going to, I mean, this, this I've, we've had other episodes on full disclosure and there's, you know, we could talk for hours about this, but the short version is simply this. You deserve to know the truth mm-hmm. and it's not your responsibility to turn into a private detective to find it all out. If you're going to stay in a relationship with somebody who's betrayed you, they have a responsibility to bring you the truth. Mm-hmm. And there's a process for that. And it takes time. And you know enough, probably at this point, to know that you need more. You need all of it. And you may think, I can't handle that. I'll tell you what you can't handle is being lied to and manipulated the rest of your marriage. That's what you can't handle. Right. So right now it will be painful and it will be, it will feel like you're scheduling a future trauma to have to listen to more stuff. But the research on full disclosure is so clear that. 90 plus percent of couples that go through it, both of them are grateful they did because the truth is liberating, mm-hmm. even if it's crappy. Yeah. I mean, it's it, huge to just not have to wonder. Yeah. Just to know exactly what you're dealing with. Yeah. Your body will, will regulate. It'll, the nervous system will calm down when you know what you're facing. Mm-hmm. I mean, horror movies are based around the idea that you don't <laughs> well, know you what's can't out there. See. Uh-huh. Right. Some of the scariest ones. Yeah. Or- are yeah, the ones where something you that you don't understand don't see it and they you and that is all the pieces we do not like that as humans right and it doesn't work for marriage so you deserve the truth and asking for full disclosure is something that you can work closely with a trained therapist and asking for your partner to go through that process and not just come up with it on the spot it needs to be done in a safe way so that you have confidence that that there's been that it's been thorough mhm mhm Okay, so these are just some very basic things that need to happen when there's been a, a discovery. Yeah, a discovery. 
let's just really quickly, just to keep it concrete, okay. find safety. Mm-hmm. There's physical safety, emotional safety, financial legal safety, making sure that you are able to find a way to calm your nervous system down, get information, know what you're dealing with, making sure that you have, you're taking good care of your physical health, mm-hmm. calming your body down, getting whatever you need to help your body start to digest and rest, mm-hmm. breathing, stretching, anything that will just help you calm down, being around supportive people. Yeah, community support. Mm-hmm. And then working toward getting the full truth. Even just knowing that that's coming can help you feel calmer, mm-hmm. even though it's a hard thing to wait for and, and expect. But these things are, are huge. So anything else, Jode, as far as other things to do and when there's been a, a new discovery or new information, a shock like that? I think maybe last of all, just in addition to these things, maybe the, the umbrella over them is going to be just to be gentle with yourself and your process. Yeah. It's not going to look normal. It's not going to look like how it used to be. Uh, you'll be making a lot of exceptions and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. It is a crazy and extenuating circumstance. So just let it be that. You mean like the regular routine you normally have? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the way you, you respond to things or handle things or how, you know, like when you're dealing with a trauma like this, you won't be able to have the same expectations of yourself yeah. that you had before right. it came out. Right. You just won't. So, right. yeah, there, you know, there's, that's part of the healing process is working through some of that, but just make room. I think that's part of what to do when you discover something new. Right. Nothing's normal. permission. That's right. Everything is different now. And so that's so that totally legit okay. is yeah. everything, including myself and how I respond and who I am and what I expect of me. Right. If everybody's going to eat off paper plates and eat chicken nuggets for a couple of days mm-hmm. while you get your bear, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you're saying there. Just reset expectations. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. Because there is so much to do long term, and and that's why we're doing this, you know, yeah. podcast, and why we have our our membership connection plus. There's long term work to do, but in the immediate aftermath, yeah, all that can't matter right away. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you just got to get to a place where you can, yeah, where you can live some life and get your bearings. It's just about getting bearings for that time, so then you can get on a healing path. Yeah, we do have a previous episode on this podcast from Dr. Jill Manning, where she talks about safety. And we have an interview with her that you can find in our archives that will also give you. So if you're listening to this and you're a betrayed partner dealing with the aftermath and you need some immediate resources, some of Jill's stuff is really helpful. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Yeah, we're glad you joined us today. Yep. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.